Hey everyone, today I'm going to be reviewing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which was my most anticipated movie of the year. At this point, I think you've all seen the mixed reviews and how divisive this movie has been, so it'll definitely be a fun one to review. Getting into it, overall I enjoyed the movie. It's definitely flawed and we'll talk about my issues with it, but there's also a ton of stuff that I loved in it. I definitely liked more than I disliked in this movie, so I'm satisfied with it overall, even though it's far from perfect. Starting with the technical stuff, let's start with Sam Raimi's direction of this movie, because that's been kind of a hot topic of conversation. I absolutely loved it. So much of your opinion on this movie is going to depend on your tolerance and your personal taste, how much you like Sam Raimi's style. I love it. I love his style. None of my issues with this movie come from his direction. I love how this movie is continuing the trend where Marvel has been allowing their directors to employ their unique visual stamps, their directorial styles. We saw it with Chloe Zhao. Now we're seeing it with Sam Raimi. And I just really love Raimi's style. I love how weird and dark and scary they let him take it. I love his really breakneck quick pacing, the whiplash cinematography, the crazy camera motion, and all the weird editing, the cheesy transitions. It all just really worked for me with this movie. I love that Raimi's finally back, and I would love to see him direct more Marvel movies after this. I really had no issues with his direction, and I think the direction is one of the best parts of this movie. Talking about the cinematography, this is a really beautiful movie. While, like most Marvel movies, a ton of it is green screen, it's really good looking green screen. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Raimi's color grading, but he really makes usually bland green screen backgrounds pop. Things like the attack on Kamertage especially really stand out. A lot of Marvel green screen feels really bland. It feels samey um, because the color grading is so visually boring, but I was pleased to see that this movie really changes that. There are plenty of beautiful shots and this is one of the most visually distinct had best looking Marvel movies, which I really appreciated. When I'm thinking of the best looking Marvel movies, I usually think of Eternals, Doctor Strange, and now this one as probably the most beautiful ones. I also really love Sam Raimi camera movement. From the very first shot in this movie, the camera is constantly moving, whipping around, zooming in and out. He does these extreme Dutch angles, these close-ups on the eye, and I just ate up every second of it. I like how he's constantly moving the camera. It really contributes to the quick pace of this movie. It makes everything feel more thrilling. It makes the stakes feel higher. It gives you that adrenaline you really hope to get when watching an action movie. And it really contributes to how thrilling this movie really is. Talking about the editing, this movie is filled with so many cuts that should not work. So many extreme cuts that under a less talented filmmaker would feel amateurish or cheesy on paper, a lot of the quick cutting of this movie does not work, but somehow, and I have no idea how, Sam Raimi makes it work. Under a lesser filmmaker, I would be pointing out all of these weird and unnecessary cuts in the movie and how jarring they were, but Sam Raimi, I don't know, he just knows, I guess, how to place them or where to cut exactly or just how to make them work. Um, I can't explain how, but it just works. One great moment is Captain Carter getting chopped in half. We see the shield flying towards her, and then right as it's about to hit her, it cuts to a close-up of her facial reaction, and that was just the perfect way to communicate what just happened without actually showing it, without actually going too far with the brutality, and it's almost more brutal not seeing it than actually seeing it. 
the implied brutality is worse than the actual visual would be. And Raimi knows that. He employs that really well. Another moment I really love is Mordo explaining dreamwalking. And we're seeing him explaining that to Doctor Strange as it's layered with Wanda actually doing it. It could have easily felt so cheesy and it does feel a little bit cheesy, but it just really works. And I thought it was really effective at being thrilling, at building the tension. Danny Elfman's score in that scene as well is just so perfect and makes the scene so memorable. And I just really love that. Moving on to the pacing, I loved the frenetic pace of this movie. We'll talk about where I think the movie could have used more development. But overall, I do love how the movie does not slow down. Maybe the only scene where it really slows down is America Chavez and Doctor Strange kind of walking through the city of the new universe. That's the only time when the movie really takes a breath because through and through this movie is a complete thrill ride nonstop. And I found myself really enjoying that. Talking about the production and costume design, both were great. I absolutely loved the new Scarlet Witch costume. Doctor Strange's costume looks great. I love Wong's costume. Mordo, I thought, looked amazing. All the members of the Illuminati looked great. The set design of the Illuminati universe was cool. The Incursion universe looked awesome. Comertage always looks awesome. All of that was just really well done, and I really love that. Um, I already kind of mentioned it, but Danny Elfman's score is phenomenal in this movie. It's very loud. It's obnoxious. It's in your face, but it just really works. My favorite moment of his is the Wanda dreamwalking scene, as I mentioned, but the entire music battle between the two Doctor Stranges is obviously a great showcase. I think it was like Beethoven versus Bach. Fantastic sound design there as well. That was a great scene. And this movie has a great sound mix on it. Probably the best we've ever seen in Marvel. So just all the sound all around the score, the sound design, all of that was just really well done. And I love that. Moving on to the performances and the characters, this is where it gets more controversial, especially when we get to Wanda. We'll save her for last. Let's start with Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I find him to be just consistently great in this role. He was great. He's very reliable. He consistently turns in great performances as this character. I liked his development in this movie, how he's kind of hung up on his love for Christine, but then he has to admit that. He has to learn to let it go. Um, I also like how he has to confront his own policy we've seen throughout the MCU, that the ends justify the means. Throughout the MCU, he's consistently been a character willing to sacrifice lives for the greater good, but America Chavez kind of forces him to confront his own philosophy, and by the end of the movie, he makes that conscious choice not to kill her for the greater good, um, and I thought that was a solid arc for him. Another thing that's brought up that I keep forgetting about is the reveal that he had a sister who died when he was a kid. That felt like a major character reveal, a little bit out of nowhere, so I do hope that's something we explore more in the future, if it's as fundamental to the character as the writers seem to want it to be. Moving on, I was happy to see that Rachel McAdams got more to do in this movie than the first Doctor Strange. She was solid, and I like how Variant Christine helps bring Steven the closure he needs. Um, Benedict Wong, as Wong, always great. He's just kind of a standout in everything he shows up in. He radiates charisma. I liked the running joke about Steven not bowing down to the Sorcerer Supreme. That was well done. One thing I didn't like about Wong in this movie, though, is a little bit of the inconsistency in his characterization. Wanda tortures a few nameless sorcerers, and he almost instantly gives up the location to the fortress, yet he's yelling at Doctor Strange at the end of the movie to kill America Chavez. That inconsistency wasn't the best writing, but it's not a huge deal. Wong is great. Uh, we also got Chiwetel Ejiofor returning in this movie as Mordo. He is awesome. That man just radiates gravitas 
and power on screen. And I loved every second we got of him. I was a little bummed we didn't get to see our 616 Mordo and the main Mordo and his quest for revenge. Um, they just kind of reference it in this movie, but hopefully that's something we get in the future. Um, next up, Soshi Gomez as America Chavez was honestly a little bit disappointing to me. She was given next to nothing to do and very little character development, so I don't fully blame her, but I also just wasn't very impressed with her performance. The character is underdeveloped and was used more as a plot device than an actual character, so it's tough to really care much about her. Um, it's tough to get invested into her story. I like what little backstory we got, but I hope we get to explore that more in the future because it wasn't nearly enough. Um, I'm kind of impartial to the character right now. I don't dislike her and I don't like her. Hopefully in the future, she'll get some more actual development and she can be given something to do so that so she is given a chance to actually show off her acting chops. Moving on from America and Soshi Gomez to Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. This is definitely the most controversial one. This is definitely the most interesting one. We're going to spend some time talking about her. Let's start off talking about the performance only and not the character. Focusing on the performance only, Elizabeth Olsen was phenomenal. She was the standout of the movie. She took every single line on the page, even some of the really cheesy ones, looking at you, I'm not a monster, I'm a mother, and elevated them with her delivery, her inflections, her pauses, which words she chooses to stress over other ones. They're kind of unconventional. They're not what you think to stress, yet it totally works. She steals the entire movie from everybody else and just delivers every line flawlessly. She was terrifying, she was threatening, and yet also she was vulnerable in the right moments. She absolutely nails all the emotional scenes with ease. Um, this is definitely the performance of the movie, and what impresses me most about Elizabeth Olsen is her versatility. How she goes from being just another superhero to the sitcom character in all these different decades of sitcom to a full-on supervillain, and she does it all with ease and just transitions so well, and just nails every single one. She is amazing in this movie. She gets so many great monologues that she absolutely just chooses scenery and just kills them and does so well. Um, I think everybody can agree that she is phenomenal and she really elevates what she's given on the page. Now let's move on from the performance and let's talk about the characterization of Wanda because this is what's been kind of controversial. It does seem to take a really drastic turn from the end of WandaVision to this movie. And I've seen people debating whether or not this movie kind of undoes Wanda's arc in that show. My opinion is that Wanda's villain turn in this movie does make sense when you think about it and think about all the factors involved. First of all, my interpretation of the ending of WandaVision is not that Wanda is completely healed from her grief and she's accepted losing vision and she's moved on. That's not how she ends the show. She doesn't remove Westview because she wants to. She doesn't have a choice. She's forced to take down the Hex. If she had a choice, she would have stayed in that fictional world forever. She ends that show realizing that what she's doing is wrong because she's hurting people, so it must end. But that doesn't mean she ever reaches that point of acceptance in her grief. I don't think that at all. I think this is clearly shown in the WandaVision post credit scene when she's reading The Darkhold. So you've got a still broken Wanda who just lost her husband and kids again in possession of this evil book that corrupts her. The Darkhold is the same as the Dweller in Darkness in Shang-Chi. It's warped her sense of reality and it's made her think that what she's doing is justified and what she's doing is heroic. 
She's in full control of her own actions, but her perception is warped. She's so corrupted by the Darkhold that she doesn't fully realize the extent of what she's doing and the extent of the harm she's causing. And the last factor that really helps sell this transformation of Wanda to me is the fact that she dreams of her kids every night. Every single night she dreams of having her kids, being with her kids, and then she wakes up to nothing. But the Darkhold then tells her that that dream is possible. It's something she can easily attain. So I think every single person in that situation would turn into a villain when you consider all these factors. So my official stance is that Wanda's villain turn does make sense. It makes sense in the story. It makes sense for her character arc. But all of that said, I still think it's a problem with the movie. And here's why. I should not have to spend a good minute explaining all of this for it to make sense. The very fact that people are walking out of the movie and they feel that the characterization of Wanda doesn't match up with WandaVision makes it a problem. The very fact that people are feeling that way clearly means there's a problem. Yes, it makes sense when I explained it, when you think about it, but it shouldn't take this much work for it to make sense. It's not my job to explain why Wanda's characterization actually works, and the audience shouldn't have to think this hard to make it make sense, to reconcile the differences in her characterization. The audience should not have to work so hard to fix something the movie doesn't bother to effectively communicate. And this is why I think Wada's characterization, while it makes sense, doesn't work fully because the movie needed more scenes with her to develop it. We needed to see the extent of the Darkhold's influence on her, and we needed more time to see her pain waking up without her kids. Just a few more scenes would have added that valuable context and made the flow from WandaVision to Multiverse of Madness a lot smoother. And those are my thoughts. So I love villain Wanda. It makes sense. It is a logical progression of the character. But the fact that you have to think about it this hard to make it make sense, and you have to think about all these things that maybe happened off screen to justify it, means it's a problem with the movie and the movie should have communicated and developed it more so that people aren't walking out of the movie thinking, wow, that is inconsistent from the end of WandaVision to Multiverse of Madness. All of that said, I love seeing villain Wanda. I loved seeing her completely unleashed. I loved her motivation of doing everything for her kids. I especially loved her final scene. Elizabeth Olsen was phenomenal. That moment of realization when Wanda breaks free of the Darkhold's influence and she realizes that she is a monster is fantastic. I love how variant Wanda kind of comforts our Wanda. I love how our Wanda finally makes the heroic choice and brings the fortress down on herself, destroying all the Darkholds. I thought that was the perfect ending for her arc, for her ongoing storyline. It almost reminded me of Icarus's ending in Eternals, um, and I thought it was perfect. Moving on, everybody else I didn't mention, Sir Patrick Stewart, John Krasinski, Lashana Lynch, Anson Mount, Haley Atwell, and the rest of the cast were all solid in their roles, and I had no issues with them. Moving on from performances and characters to action, talking about the action in this movie, I thought it was awesome. What really stood out is how much of a thrill ride this movie is. This movie gets your heart pumping more than any other Marvel movie has before, and I love that. First of all, Wanda's assault on Comertage might be my favorite sequence in the movie. I loved everything about it, from her monologue in the beginning, to her entering the sorcerer's mind, to the whole sequence where she's stuck in the mirror dimension and then using reflections to escape. All of that was super thrilling, super compelling, super well done. We also got Wanda versus the Illuminati, which was short but sweet. I love the anti-fan service. They're going to give us all the awesome cameos we wanted as Marvel fans and then just rip them away from us brutally. 
it felt kind of like an FU to the fans, but it was an FU that I loved. And I just really loved that anti-fan service. Uh, I also thought Mordo versus Doctor Strange was a really well done hand-to-hand combat scene, which I didn't expect in a Doctor Strange movie. So that was great. The fight in the beginning against the monster, against Gargantos was great. Seeing what Wong can do and then the Sam Raimi way in which it ended, popping out the eyeball, that was great. There were also a couple of brief fight scenes at the Book of Vishanti, which were solid, uh, the beginning and halfway through the movie. We also get like Wanda chasing them all, chasing Christine, Doctor Strange in America down the hallway. And that was terrifying and awesome. The way she just blasts through every door was great. Also, Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange was unique and creative. The music battle using unexpected things in his surroundings to fight is very Doctor Strange. So I love that. Also, harnessing the souls of the damned into his cape for that final fight against Wanda was great. And I love how the fight ends with America giving Wanda what she wants and bringing her to that great scene, um, that great final Wanda scene. Basically, this is a long-winded way to say that I loved all the action in this movie. I loved the uses of magic in this movie. I loved Wanda Unleashed. And uh, this movie really got me on the edge of my seat. It got my heart beating. And that was fantastic. Moving on, another thing we've kind of touched on is the tone of the movie. I loved all the horror aspects from the jump scares to the body horror to the scarier sequences to zombie Doctor Strange, the souls of the damned. All of that was great. I appreciated seeing a Marvel movie with a more mature tone. This movie goes a lot more brutal and darker than other ones. And I really love that. It's something different. And I always appreciate when Marvel does something different. So I love that. Uh, The CGI was great in this movie. There were a few random shots near the beginning, maybe that were a little iffy. But for the most part, this was a beautiful looking movie. I really loved that brief sort of trip through the multiverse we got, which I think was like 40 seconds. We saw like this black and white world, this animated world. They were paint for a second. Um, All these great locations. And I really love whenever uh, Doctor Strange movies do that with the trippy visuals. It's really cool. Last but not least, the story. I like everything they did there. The overall story was very compelling. I like the character arcs. I like the themes. Um, Every aspect was there in this movie. This movie kind of had everything, but my issues is that some of it just wasn't fleshed out enough or developed enough. And that brings me to my criticisms. All of my issues with this movie stem from the writing. Everything else is great besides the writing. I already talked about Wanda's characterization and the issue that that creates, so I won't spend time on it again. But as I said, I think there were other aspects of the plot that were also underdeveloped or didn't make sense. America Chavez is probably the biggest example of this because she's used in this movie as more of a plot device than an actual character. She has no motivations throughout the movie besides survival, and we only get to see a tiny bit of backstory for her. Also, the plot moves so fast that there are things that kind of happen for no reason. Also, the way the Illuminati are killed and the reactions to each other being killed felt a little bit off. You can tell that they were not all there in person. Um, I also just found myself kind of wishing um, we got to spend a little bit more time with Wanda, as we talked about in the beginning, a little more time with America and a little more time with Steven to really let their arcs breathe. I have a hard time believing that Wanda is looking for another universe where she can be with her kids, but she completely forgets about Vision. Why is she not looking for a universe with him too? That didn't make sense. Also, I really didn't like the way that Doctor Strange gets America to learn to control her powers. Um, I didn't love how it's literally just that he tells her to believe in herself. Uh, That didn't work for me. I wish we had a different storyline or some other way she could learn to control her powers besides just believing in herself. 
there was a lot of stuff like that, like what I just mentioned, that felt a little bit rushed and felt like there could have been a better way to do it if it was a little bit better developed and a little bit better fleshed out. Um, and that's how I feel about the writing. There's a lot of good ideas. This movie has all the right pieces. There's plenty of good stuff in there, but it all just needed a little bit more time to be fleshed out. And then my final criticism with the writing is the dialogue. A lot of the dialogue in this movie is extremely cringy. And you know that I do not have a high tolerance for cringiness. I'm not a monster, Stephen. I'm a mother. It's one of those lines that I just could not stand. It's just so unbelievably cringy to me. Um, and there's plenty like that kind of sprinkled throughout the movie that really bothered me. Also, the exposition. This movie is jam-packed with exposition that felt unnatural, that felt forced. It was really clunky in moments, and it didn't work. There were even moments where I thought the movie went too far and it went into over-explaining things that didn't even need to be explained. So overall, my issues with the movie come from the writing, mainly the underdeveloped plot, the underdeveloped characters, some inconsistency in the characterization, some heavy-handed exposition and cringy dialogue. The other thing in criticisms is the post-credit scenes. I didn't really love them. Um, I love how the movie ended. We see the third eye open, which clearly means he's going to have to deal with the consequences of using the Darkhold, the consequences of his actions. I love that ending, so I didn't love how the first post-credit scene just kind of undoes that ending with him just walking down the street completely fine. Then Charlize Theron shows up in a costume that I didn't love that was kind of a cheesy CW costume to me as Clea, and I just didn't love that. I, I really didn't like that post-credit scene. I'm excited to see Clea in the future. I'm excited to see where that storyline goes, but I just didn't love that as a post-credit scene for this movie. The second post-credit scene, the Pizza Papa thing, that was fine. I love Bruce Campbell. I like his cameo, but I just wish they found something a little more clever. I feel like for a Bruce Campbell cameo, this was kind of a lame one. So the post-credit scenes were kind of F for me with this movie, and that's my other criticism besides the writing. Those are pretty much all my thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It was an enjoyable, well-directed, thrill ride with a high entertainment value that makes up for some of its flaws. Um, I will say this also, and this might be controversial, but I actually prefer this movie to No Way Home. Don't get me wrong. No Way Home is a far better movie. It has way better fleshed out character arcs. It's much better written. But I just find myself enjoying the more stylistically and tonally different Marvel movies like this and Eternals more than just the typical ones. I hope they continue to branch out and continue to try new things. And that's my review of the movie. What did you think of it? Did you like it more than me, less than me, or the same? Let me know in the comments, voicemail, email, or form. All of those are linked in the description. And thank you so much for listening and have a good day.